Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Oh my God, look who we roped into happy hour. It's Jody Hamilton, who happens to be here the day we're recording happy hour because I, I'm wearing my all I want to do is drink wine and pet my Great Pyrenees t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't drink wine anymore, so J- Jody's drinking for two of us. Yes. You're drinking for two now. Yes, at, at nine o'clock in the And morning, I'm yes. petting Great Pyrenees <laughs> for two. Ever. And, yes. <laughs> now's I can't leave. Okay. Yeah. Now you can't leave. <laughs> Listen, and this was a week, right? This yes. was a tennis ball machine of fire mm-hmm. hoses. Or did I mean a fire hose okay. of tennis, tennis balls? balls? It was a lot. It's a, a lot, lot of, of books. It's a lot, a lot of terrifying. Of a lot of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was particularly, you know, panicky this week. And so I needed to get me Glenn Kirshner and also Malcolm Nance. Malcolm Nance scares the fuck out of me. And then, you know, technically Glenn Kirshner puts the fuck back in. What? <laughs> Whoa. What? Sure what that means. I don't, I don't, I don't think that means what he, you think it means. Well, it, uh-uh. he convinces me that justice is coming. Oh. Malcolm Nance scares the living shit out of everybody. Right. And then Glenn Kirshner comes along and says, shh, they're there. Beauty Schmall. It's going to be okay. Justice is coming. In his own way. In his own way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He does. With those beautiful eyes. Oh, with those blue. Oh. Anyway, my point is they're both handsome, romantic. Yes. Hunksle Manses. But they are, they have the, what's the term? Fierce urgency of now. Yes. yes. Absolutely. You were saying, I don't think people are at enough, I, just all the revelations we heard this week, we can't just go like, oh, okay, well, that's normal for Trump. None of this is normal. No. No. What was that voice? No. 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 What's that sound you make on Bob's show? Well, I was drinking a tab. Right. And as, and he said something about Maggie Haberman and I read that article and it just angered me so, so right. I was halfway through drinking and then uh-huh. I, something and like you that. You didn't want to spit tab all over. Right, I didn't want to spit tab okay. all over my microphone because it's an expensive microphone. That's going to be the sound you make during all three of, are you going to read all three of these books and just, <laughs> I go. I want the I Cliff say. Notes version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is exhausting. It's as exhausting as his presidency. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I can't, I need here. St- take Glenn Kushner and Malcolm Nance up your snoot. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy, happy hour. Oh, hi. Good morning, Malcolm Nance from an undisclosed location somewhere. I can't see you. <sighs> undisclosed location behind enemy lines. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. How oh, very titillating. Um, so, uh, good morning, sir. So, I, you know, good morning. as uh, Chris always tells me, I know that they just do this to own the libs, 
But Tucker Carlson uh, last night uh, said the Texas Democratic lawmakers who fled the state to deny the legislature the quorum necessary to vote on an elections bill were actually committing an act of insurrection. His, he began okay. by slamming Joe Biden for saying in a speech earlier that the Republican legislature's effort to make it more difficult to vote is the biggest crisis of democracy since the Civil War, which it is. Mm-hmm. And he said, sound overheated to you, even allowing for the dementia. It was a stunningly irresponsible oh. thing for an American leader to say out loud. Uh, dangerous, even. So Joe Biden saying it is dangerous and it is an insurrection to uh, leave to <laughs> prevent a vote, not That's not right. beating a Capitol police officer to death with an American flag. Your thoughts, sir? Well, I mean, was it an insurrection when uh, Ted Cruz took his baggage and tried to fly to Cancun? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, if we're going to be redefining words here. A dereliction of duty. Know, Thank you. Oh, well, yes. Or, or defector or, you know, I mean, there's, there's nothing to be said good about Tucker Carlson. Let's just put this on the table. I actually had a, a person who was in Paris send a photograph with F. Tucker on the <laughs> wall. And believe me, I'm going to send that to you so you can put it up on your website. Okay. Uh, because, no, there aren't any Tuckers in the world, right? Uh, so that being said, this man is the supreme propagandist of the insurrectionists now. And in uh, the book that I'm going to be having come out soon enough, uh, on the which I predicted the entirety of the insurrection, and a a generational long insurgency, starting with a political insurgency where we are right now, it requires propagandists like this to carry out the strategy I call D-A-R-F. And that is deny, attack, revenge, and fear. And right now they are in the deny phase of a Republican strategy to reinvent everything that's happened in the last year they are trying to deny that donald trump lost the election they're denying joe biden is president of the united states and now they're trying to say that there never was an insurrection in the capitol you know i watched that new york times video the other day which went step by step that was an extremely violent forty thousand people descending on the capitol several thousand penetrating the building engaged in furious hand-to-hand combat. And that's what Officer Mike Fanone and all the rest who said there, people who lost eyes, fingers, uh, who were traumatized from this. It was furious hand-to-hand combat using American flag and Blue Lives Matter flags and Trump flags as spears and javelins on the policemen. And Tucker Carlson is the vehicle and mouthpiece to deny any of this happened. So I guess all of our lying eyes um, are, 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 are continuing to lie to us. But his audience are drones. By the way, they are a cult. Yeah. By the way, you know, speaking of you as a Navy, as a military man, I mean, I get now mm-hmm. when I watch all this footage, Malcolm, what I think, I don't know if it was Michael Fanone or someone who has served said, right. I have never been involved because that's not way, the way our military generally you're not involved in hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. for hours. I mean, has anyone asked these right. Republicans, why do you think two Capitol policemen killed themselves after this? Why do you think they all have PTSD and have lost fingers and eyes and on and on, right? I mean, it just, they don't, it, 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 that's, that, yeah, because even people that serve aren't used to, to that level in some cases of combat, right? 
no one has been in hand-to-hand combat, really. I mean, you know, you go door-to-door, you can get in tight situations. I've been around ambushes and suicide car bombs. These are events that might last minutes, even if you're on the offensive, like in Fallujah, a matter of hours, but you're in elements. And what happened here was human mass. That was thousands and thousands of them putting their bodies against you. And, you know, the only thing that didn't happen was, and I was part of the group that was identifying many of these insurrectionists and seditionists. There were guns there. We have photographs of people carrying concealed pistols, concealed knives. These things were there. The only thing they didn't do was use them at the time. But if the police had started firing, no doubt, it would have turned into a raging gun battle. Yeah. But they don't care. They keep saying they that. Oh, this was an unarmed, an unarmed peaceful tourist mm-hmm. visit. And and by the way, FBI oh agents God. have seized another cache of guns belonging to the insurrectionist who had the Lego set of the U.S. Capitol as well as notes about right. forming a militia. So, you know, we have one more. Oh, how about this one? How about this guy? A day after the re- uh, release of a video appearing to show him mistaking the U.S. Capitol for the White House, a federal judge granted uh-huh. bond to a QAnon adherent charged with storming the building. He incorrectly identified... I'm sorry, bunch of dumbasses. Citing the video and making that decision, the judge said the QAnon believer does not appear as though he could have planned or coordinated the siege of the U.S. Capitol when he appeared to have no basic understanding of where he even was that day. The video of his, he said, this is me touching the White House. And it's he's at the... So really, dumbassery is going to be a, is a defense <laughs> that you get bond and instead of jail? And yeah. It was, and his lawyers got him to be on home, you know, home restriction. He's at home now. He's not in jail. And right. I'm going to be honest with you. Many of these insurrectionists are not in jail, and they are not getting, and the people who are pleading are not getting severe sentences. The FBI, for, you know, for better or worse, and the Department of Justice, they're going after the bigger fish. You know, all of these people are being used as stepping stones to get to the conspiracy here. And there is a conspiracy. I, I outline it in this new book that's coming out. Yeah. The uh, Proud Boys, the lead, you know, Stuart Rose, the leader of the Plowed, uh, the leader of Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys and uh, the 3% militia. They had been coordinating as early as as um, as 6 November 2020 in order to start showing up at rallies with guns and preparing quick reaction forces with guns in Virginia. They came to the December 12th rally with the intent to do street combat with Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And they were appointing themselves as these brown shirts who were protecting the White House. And after December 12th rally, they started coordinating how they were going to attack the Capitol. And to tell you the truth, that's what I'm really looking for. Because when you get the head of the Oath Keepers, that group is not a group, you know, I mean, it's armed, it's former armed forces and members of the police forces. But you've got, to, you've got to brand them for what they are. They are insurrectionist terrorists. Yeah. They intended to destroy democracy. Well, but, they intended yeah. to tear down that building and capture people. And I said this the night the insurrection happened. There are murder cells in that crowd. Capture and kill teams. Imagine what they would have done if they had found AOC. Yeah. Imagine what they would have done if they had found Nancy Pelosi, who had a bodyguard team. Yeah. But I mean, by the way, this guy that I just mentioned, the QAnon who we heard, who 
mistook the Capitol for the White House. So, he, and you said yes. he's on bond, not even in jail. Mm-hmm. He's also on tape. He's one of the, he's spearheading the mob chasing Officer Eugene Goodman. Officer Goodman, up two flights up a stairs, wearing that QAnon T-shirt. So, I mean, seriously, I guess that's what I'm concerned about. Is I get it, they're going all the way up to the top, but dumbassery is a defense because yeah. he didn't know, you know, he was at the Capitol <clears throat> and not the White House. He, he's still on tape. You know, it, I mean, okay. you could you could use that argument. I know he was the lead guy in the Capitol building. Right. right. And just right. because he was deranged doesn't mean that he wasn't there to do violence or you or to, you know, exercise protest with his fists, sticks, feet and hands. And, you know, that these my problem is there are parts of the judiciary and it's inconsistent all over the country who are giving these people, you know, vacations allowing them to do these, you know, activities without bracelets. His conditions of bond were that he would not communicate with other insurrectionists, that he wouldn't have a telephone, he wouldn't, he would have to turn in his guns and refrain from alcohol, okay? These people need, the fact that they let him go shows that there's going to be a plea deal for him, even though he was the lead guy on the steps attacking the building. And this is where we're going to have inconsistent justice. And I don't think it's going to be pretty at all, no matter, you know, who you get up further up the chain of command. You've got to hold these idiots to account to show this is what's going to happen to you. Um, So, Malcolm, I can't wait to read your new book. Chris and I got into a discussion yesterday because Mm -hmm. I was saying, um, sadly, (laughs) for for many of us, you have a track record of being right about, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? Everything. everything. Right. And so you were talking, because we were talking about, you know, how dangerous all of this feels. And, you know, you've been warning, uh. you think there's going to be a catastrophic event. And I, you know, Chris was saying he thinks it's going to come from outside. without, outside. And I think what you were referring to is our number one threat is the white supremacist domestic terrorism, which was January oh, 6th. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, you're saying a mass casualty event, but from the inside is right. what you meant, correct? Oh, no, and 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 not one. I mean, the, the title of my, my book is called They Want to Kill Americans. Yeah. And it's Americans, Trump militias, terrorists, and their deranged ideology of an insurgency. We have an insurgency. You know what? I wrote the title as The Coming Trump Insurgency. It's here. Yeah. An insurgency always starts with a political decision to have an opposition group that will not use um, political force or political will to engage themselves. They change into a paramilitary force. They use the political side for legitimacy. But we're going to have an, a, a catastrophic event, and it will be Americans. We just had two Thank incidents. Thank you. Well, Chris Lavoie has, has as big a track record of being wrong as you do being right. <laughs> so I don't know why you, you know, thought it would come steroid. from the outside. But no, I mean, clearly, or clearly Malcolm, you agree with our the FBI, all of our intelligence agencies that, yes, it is our number one, uh, you know, threat is domestic terror is, you know, right. You know, domestic wh- terrorism. When I started writing this book, which was August 2020, and I went on Bill Maher's show on November 6, 2020, and said, we are going to have an insurgency. And he was like, you mean like the Irish Republican Army? I was like, yes, this is coming. It came yep. January 6th. An insurgency is a continuing series of these events. I thought they would calm down and that what we would have is a simmering insurgency. That's not what's happening. The political side is heating up so fast. They're rearming. 
and they are preparing for open war. This whole thing on the political side of getting Trump as the Speaker of the House in January 2022, they are mobilized to take back the House in, in next year, in 2022. And Democrats are arguing about whether they should do infrastructure, or whether they should do this and that. Biden didn't even mention filibuster yesterday. We're back on the brink of the end of democracy again. Yeah. They are here to tear down government and install a fascist dictatorship. And we're sitting here arguing about whether we should, you know, you know, we don't even confront people and try to run for school boards. QAnon has announced a strategy to take over American school boards. Whatever you can do as a citizen, do it now. Because, again, we're teetering back on the edge of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I am as <laughs> this is why I've always loved you, because I feel like you're the only one that has this sense of urgency. Not the only one. There's a few of us. But you know what I mean? That, that yeah. I mean, Joy Reid's kind of flipping out every night because it's just I, I, I it's one of those things that it, this is not none of this is normal and has not been for a long time. And I think we've gotten sort of gotten I mean, look at all these books coming out. I mean, I don't know which thing right. alarm, alarms you the most, but how really close we came to just absolutely the end of this American experiment, right? Well, we discussed this weekly on this show. And, you know, can I point out, Joy Reid and I for two years were the only people in U.S. news media saying that Trump was pretty much beholden to Moscow, and yeah. we were ridiculed as conspiracy theorists. Yep. Every week on her show, we were sitting there saying, this is happening, this is happening. This show, we were saying, this is happening, this is happening here. Let me help everybody here in the last of it, okay? I am going to give you some marching orders since people haven't quite figured it out. Yes, sir. It's Master Chief. stations, people. Master it's Chief says battle stations. stations. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's it. There's oh. the message. Oh. Get ready to be prepared once again to fight to save democracy. Start calling Chuck Schumer's office. Yep. Start calling Nancy Pelosi. Start telling these people it's not just about the filibuster. It's about every aspect of the Democratic Party. We sit and wait around for four years and we lose the House. We cannot afford to lose the House next year. Yep. It will be the end of everything. Trump will be the number three person. They're not joking about putting him in as speaker. All they have to do is vote and he could be speaker of the House. He doesn't have to be elected. And then they're talking about impeaching Biden and Harris. Yep. You know, J Jason Johnson said that three months ago, yep. that that was their strategy. Yeah. They mean it, people. Yep. Battle stations start fighting for this country again. Don't slack on it. Yes, Master Chief. OK, thank ah. you. All right. We'll see you next week. All right. All right. Bye bye. Love you. Thank bye. you. Okay, bye. He's <laughs> wow. He just yells at me and I just come back asking for more. I'm like, I know it. That's scary, right? He scares the, he's scary dad. He scares the bejesus out of us. And we're like, okay. Yeah, we like it. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. 
Wow, that is a huge Justice Matters sign behind you. Made it with my own two hands, yeah, Steph. That's set dressing. Wow. We need it this morning. As yes. you tweeted today, we are all General Milley. Justice is a team sport. We all need to get in the game. I, Glenn, you're the first person I thought of this morning. I mean, it is a fire hose of news, but I, I hope what we are not distracted from is the overthrow of the United States government and how cl- close we were to, as General Milley described it, a Reichstag moment. A, uh, a, a the actual uh, him ordering the Trump ordering the military to uh, it, you know a, a military coup. I I just Glenn, you keep saying it. As long as we're on Hitler analogies, Hitler had an attempted coup that he was not really punished for, and then we all know how what happens when he came back. I please explain to people the urgency of the moment we are in i have been trying to explain the urgency of the moment we're in for quite some time steph but you know i think general milley may have just handed us a gift and here's why first of all thank goodness for general milley right i was active duty army for six and a half years before i went to the department of justice there's one thing that is drilled into our heads Not only must you obey a lawful order, but you must disobey an unlawful order. That's drilled into us in the military. That's what General Milley was prepared to do if Trump tried to orchestrate a a coup. And boy, and here's the gift I think he gave us, Steph. And I think this may be my new tagline somehow. I need to figure it out. Donald Trump and the Republicans continue to sell the big lie to us or try. And you know what that is? That is an ongoing attempted coup. That's what they are doing. I'm going to adopt General Milley's approach to that challenge to our democracy. Quote, they may try, but they are not going to effing succeed. And that's what Donald Trump tried to do. That's what he's still trying to do. That's what the Republicans are trying to do. And we all need to be General Milley and announce they will not effing succeed. Glenn, you tweeted Donald Trump inarguably committed multiple federal crimes. DOJ needs DOJ needs to make a move. If they fail to charge Trump, DOJ will be making a mockery of the rule of law and ignoring the importance of a safe, healthy, stable democracy. What happens now? Testimony before Congress, DOJ, you tell me what what we do about this. Yeah, testimony before Congress is lovely. We'll see how many subpoenas are honored. And if they're not honored, we'll see how many um, inherent contempt cases are brought. I'm not optimistic about congressional hearings. DOJ has to act. I was talking with Travis about this earlier this morning. Just yesterday, Steph, I do a video about how you know what, we need to give the Department of Justice time to build the insurrection case because they're still on the foot soldiers and they're working their way up. And then when I saw General Milley's quotes this morning, you know, I completely changed course. DOJ has to act, not necessarily by charging him now for inciting the insurrection, though that charge must come. There are so many other dang crimes that Donald Trump committed. He needs to be federally indicted and we need that to happen now. Yeah. I, I, well, Glenn, that's what I said. I think we are distracted by how many crimes he has committed. I mean, New York is about before he was even president. He is a lifelong criminal. 
So yes, justice matters on every level for everything. But look at this story this morning about the Kremlin, which looks credible, that you know, which we already knew from the Mueller report and the Senate Intelligence report. But this is why you've said we have to at least prosecute the obstruction of justice in that case. That this is bookended with treason, this presidency and illegitimacy, and it is. I, I just don't see how we can just say, oh well, let's just move on. I mean, as you said, some say we shouldn't prosecute Trump for his crimes against the United States and we the people because it will inspire his supporters to violence. You can't decline to fight for what's right for fear of how it will inspire those who are in the wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Isn't that exactly it? Yeah. And I read the reporting on Russia orchestrating Trump's election victory. And I'm like, well, yeah, duh. Let me turn to the box scores. I mean, we knew this because Mueller documented it in his investigation. He concluded he found evidence that Russia engaged in sweeping and systematic interference to get Donald Trump elected. This just reinforces it from documents that were somehow leaked from the Kremlin. But this we already knew. So Merrick Garland has got to move out. I know you don't want to be perceived as political, but there's nothing political about indicting folks who committed crimes, even if they happen to be politicians. So if you were attorney general, and I wish you were. Um, <laughs> oh, did I say that part you out did. loud? You did. Oh, okay. Just a little. Well, God bless Merrick Garland. My point is, Glenn, what would you charge and when? What? How do you pick? I mean, wait, that's what I don't even get. There's so many crimes. What do you charge yeah. and when if you're attorney general? I would charge every crime that I had a reasonable likelihood of success on the merits, because that's the standard by which federal prosecutors are, are obliged. So we have to believe that we have sufficient evidence basically to persuade a jury of guilt, a reasonable likelihood of success on the merits. I sure would have started with the campaign finance violations and the conspiracy he was in with Michael Cohen, because that case has already been proved courtesy of Michael Cohen's guilty plea. He's already individual number one. Yes, thank you. Exactly. So that has already been investigated and proved. I would have brought the 10 obstruction of justice counts that have been documented by Bob Mueller. Why? Because that investigation has concluded. There's absolutely no reason to decline or delay bringing those charges. And then, believe me, I would turn my attention to the avoidable COVID deaths because death is different. And we have 600,000 families who lost a loved one and many of them didn't have to die. They died at the hands of Donald Trump, Jared Kushner, and Mike Pence, plain and simple. Put me in front of a jury and I will prove it. There's so many crimes that could be charged and should be charged. Is it premature to charge for everything General Milley just said and the insurrection on January 6th? Okay, they need to continue to build the case. Steph, they're still on the foot soldiers, 500 plus foot soldiers with every arrest and they're averaging three arrests a day since January 6th. With every arrest, the FBI Mirandizes the person they arrest. And if that person waives his or her Miranda rights, right to remain silent, right to a lawyer, they interrogate them and they learn more about the Boberts and the Hollies and the Cruises. And they need to continue to do that today. Today, that idiot who was hanging off the balcony with the zip ties pleaded guilty and agreed to cooperate. He has information that will inform the prosecutor's decisions about who to charge next one rung up on the criminal ladder. They're doing it right. It feels like it's taking a long time. 
They need to indict Donald Trump ultimately for inciting the insurrection in the harsh light of day, but they need time to continue to build that case. Okay. You, you refer to the peaceful tourists because I always bring zip ties and repelling equipment with me when I'm on vacation. So I don't, I don't know what Glenn means Being by a that. Tourist, but okay. Yeah. Well, do you ever catch yourself thinking when you're looking in the mirror, ugh, ugh, I wish those under-eye bags would just go away. You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing the new Genucel Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote me, I've been using Genucel for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. I love it. I use the entire line of products. It is my favorite skincare I've ever used. Um, They guarantee it, though. Results in the first 12 hours or your money back. Order now. Get 50% off all Genucel packages for summer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. I use it every single day. I get so many compliments. Check it out. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. Um, I just, I have to, as a fantastic prosecutor for many years, I mean, we always knew this was a clown show, Glenn, but this, it's hard to pick the part of the reporting, but so his second impeachment, fewer lawyers are willing to work with him. Uh, one who was David Schoen had a meltdown moments before they were about to begin the trial. Um, oh, and then there was Adam. No one knew who Adam was, but the team was waylaid leaving for the Capitol in their caravan because Adam was taking a law school quiz on Zoom. We've gone through all the lawyers. We're now down to law students. So, <laughs> I know you're a law professor. They had a law student and David Schoen, who, let's just go through this. Schoen had now gone into a sullen, alarming funk, a strike of sorts. It suddenly seemed only a day before the trial was to begin. Here was the stop the trial crisis. Bruce Castor had not provided a place for Schoen's college-age son, Simon, to sit on the Senate floor. It was hard to know why someone would take on the defense of Donald Trump. Most lawyers over and over again had run from the opportunity. Where is Simon going to sit? There's no place for Simon. I was told I could have Simon with me. <laughs> Schoen was about to hyperventilate as McConnell aides stared in shock in the cold orbit of Donald Trump. There was where only one man's feelings usually prevailed. This was a weird human meltdown. No one knew what to do. I was told I could have Simon. Schoen repeated. The room refused to look up or look at each other, confounded by the idea that Trump was about to be defended by a lawyer who seemed lawyer who seemed about to cry. Schoen folded his arms and explained that others have assistance and he doesn't have anyone. Castor explained that there wasn't a lot of room and it wasn't as if Simon was involved in the case. Simon finally said, Dad, Dad, it's okay. Just moments before the trial began. Finally, moments before the second impeachment of Donald Trump looked about to collapse into absurdity, dysfunction, and tears with each person in the room, like all people who had found themselves in Trump world, wondering how they had arrived at this freaky place. (laughs) I mean... What we saw, and of course, you, can, you can't even write this, that the guy that helped Cosby get off was also involved in this second impeachment clown show, right? Yeah, everything Trump touches dies, and every attorney who sidles up to Donald Trump gets disbarred or will be disbarred. We just had that hearing in the Michigan court where the Kraken lady and the rest of them oh, are going to get sanctioned. Oh, Rudy God. has had his law license suspended in both New York and Washington, D.C. And I'm so glad you mentioned Bruce Castor who is the one who orchestrated, though perhaps unintentionally, negligently, recklessly, orchestrated Bill Cosby walking out of prison 
after sexually assaulting countless women. And I urge everybody to just read the first 10 pages of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court opinion. You know why? Because it sets out that Bill Cosby is definitively guilty of sexually assaulting the the plaintiff, the, 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 the complainant in that case. But he got off on something that I, I'm loath to call a technicality, but on a procedural issue, he got off. But he absolutely committed that crime. Of course. Yeah. I. And that was so, Bruce Castor. That was yes. That was courtesy of one of Donald Trump's lawyers or somebody who would go on to become one of Donald yeah. Trump's impeachment well, lawyers. Glenn, in the same vein, this new reporting, uh, Trump is facing more legal pressure than ever, and his attorneys leave a lot to be desired. He faces an array of expanding criminal and civil investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, obviously, Weisselberg, yada, yada. Um, former prosecutors say these inquiries and lawsuits pose a greater threat than he has ever faced before. The current threats are more numerous and more serious than ever before. It's hard to imagine his good luck will continue. Trump hates playing defense, which explains his baseless suit earlier this week against the major tech companies. We're very likely to see more shoes dropping in the foreseeable future, and Trump knows it. He's never more desperately needed top legal talent, and that that is not who he has representing him. Um, he's currently facing more than a dozen civil lawsuits and criminal investigations. That number is expected to grow. I mean, I know... Glenn, people get exhausted and they ask you all the time, does justice really matter? Is justice really coming? Because I I would ask you, where was New York all these years? He's been a criminal all his life. He fraud has been the business model for the Trump organization since we knew from the Pulitzer Prize winning New York Times series about this. I mean, criminal justice. Go ahead. The criminal justice system and prosecutors specifically are not good about going after white collar criminals. They're not good about going after famous people, influential people, powerful people, connected people, white males, quite frankly. Um, they're, they're not good at that. And Donald Trump falls into all of those categories. And why he got away with it in New York for so long? Was it corruption? Was it a lack of zeal on the part of the prosecutors? Was it some combination of those things? I don't know, but here's what I will bet a buck on, Steph. He will be criminally indicted. He absolutely will be. It's going to be too long coming, yeah. And but I think we all have to be General Milley when we say when the Republicans continue to offer up the big lie, it is an attempted ongoing coup, and they are not going to effing but, succeed. Thank you. And Glenn, you always say it, you know, take the maiden legal voyage. Let's go, Georgia. You have the tape. Maybe Arizona. I mean, it's just there are so many crimes. I don't know if we have enough time in our lifetime to produce. But you're right. Justice has to start somewhere. So you're right. We are not going to. What is it? It's not going to happen here. No. We're all General Milley. All right. Glenn, thank you. You knew that it was not like a want this morning. It was a need that involved my mental health. So thank you so much. We're going to get there, Steph. We're going to get there. All right, Captain America. Love you. Love you. See you soon.